We were less than one month into the new school year when my parents transferred my sister and me to public school. I was going into eighth grade at Utica Junior High. My classmates already had a head start on me, so I had to get caught up on the classrooms, the bell schedule, which line had the more generous lunch ladies. And I looked around and realized kids all around me were wearing Nikes and Reeboks, and I was wearing Voigt tennis shoes. I can't wear generic tennis shoes in junior high. Just go ahead and throw me in a barrel and plug the hole. Life is over. I need Nikes. I didn't know if we could afford Nikes. I don't even know how much Nikes cost, but I knew Mom and Dad had a checkbook. I'd seen it. So I went to Mom and pursed out my bottom lip, patted my puppy dog brown eyes, and told her what was happening in the hallways. Mom, they're, they're making fun of me. They, Mom, they think we're poor. I need Nikes. Mom loaded me up in the car and drove me down to the mall, and we walked around the finish line, the promised land of footwear. Nike, Reebok, Adidas, name brands on every wall. The only pair of Voigt tennis shoes within 50 yards of that store were the ones on my junior high feet. And my eyes fell on a pair of Nike Air Magnum Force. Black high tops with a strap across the middle that read Force and gold thread on the heel that read Nike Air. I tried them on. They fit. I was finally going to fit in. I could jump six inches higher in these Nikes. I had to have them. Mom saw I had to have them. We checked the price tag, $120 plus tax. And Mom pulled out her checkbook faster than Wyatt Earp at a sundown duel, scribbled her signature, and we walked out with my first pair of Nikes. I was so excited. She was so excited. She was so excited that I was so excited. Everybody was excited. Until Dad came home. Dad came home and he heard that we had spent our grocery money to help my feet fit in. And he told us what we already knew. He's preaching to the choir. Guys, $120, that's too much to spend on shoes. And <laughs> Dad, you are not wrong. But thank you, Mom, for sacrificing, realizing it was more than just shoes to a clumsy, unsure, insecure eighth-grade boy. Moms do that. Moms do whatever they need to to make sure their kids have what they need and many times what they want. Sometimes they do that while walking arm-in-arm arm with a husband, and sometimes they do that alone. To every mom who raises your kids to love God and live for Him all by yourself, I commend you. You bring your kids to church even if their dad doesn't come with you, even if their dad is no longer with you. You pray with your kids at night even when nobody kneels with you. Thank you for fighting the good fight of faith even if you fight it alone. A very happy Mother's Day to you all. I hope all is well in your world. Simplify listeners, you're listening to L.J. Harry on this very special Mother's Day episode and you're listening to Behind Closed Doors on Simplify. This little lady used to have help, but he was gone. He was a faithful man of God. She remembered standing there grinning by him as he told their sons the stories of Noah and Abraham. She loved the giraffe sound the best. But one day he wasn't feeling right. They prayed for God to touch and heal him, but for whatever reason, he still died, leaving behind a widow and a couple of boys. She did what she could, but she couldn't stretch the little bit of money to the end of the very long month. And one day, as the month wore on, someone knocked on her door. 
The creditor on her doorstep showed her all the past due statements and all the certified mail receipts. This was her final notice. If she didn't come up with the money to pay her bills, he was taking her sons to be his slaves. She looked around her house, but it was empty. She had already sold her couch and coffee table at the garage sale. There's, there's nothing left to sell. But one day the man of God, Elisha, came walking through town, and she cried out to him, and she said, Your servant, my husband is dead. He feared God. He was faithful. I'm in debt up to my graying eyebrows. The next time the creditor comes, he's taking my sons to be slaves. You've got to help me. And Elisha asked her, What do you have in your house? Oh, I know. He's going to suggest a garage sale. I'm sorry, Reverend. I've been there. I've done that. Bought the t-shirt and sold it for 10 cents at the last garage sale. All I have left is a single, solitary, lonely little jar of oil. Everything else went at the everything else must go sale. Then Elijah told her, you go door to door. Borrow as many empty jars from your neighbors as you can, then come back home. Close the door behind you. Pour the oil out of your jar into those jars, and whenever they're full, set them aside and just keep filling up those empty jars. Do you know how silly that sounded? She was a mom. She could do math. She could tell you how much 50% off was with an additional 40% off with a $4 manufacturer's coupon on double coupon day. She was a mom, and she knows one jar of oil will not fill up two empty jars. But she had just enough faith to believe if God wanted her to go door-to-door for empty jars, She and her fair-haired boys were going to go door-to-door for empty jars. She didn't have to understand God's plan, just trust it. So she and her boys brought in armloads of jars and set them down on the dirt floor. And since she was a mom, she told them, Hey, hey, be careful, be careful, don't you drop those, those don't belong to us. Once they got all the jars inside, she got up and closed the door. And a few neighbors wondered what this crazy widow mom was doing with a room full of empty jars. But when she closed the door, she closed the world's prying eyes out of her house. It was just her, her two sons, an empty house with empty jars, a head full of questions, and a heart full of faith. Her first son brought the first jar, and she poured the oil out of her jar and filled it to the top. (laughs) Would you look at that? There's still some oil left. Her second son brought the second jar. She poured the rest of the oil into it, but, well, there's still oil left. The same thing happened for the third jar and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eleventh and the twelfth. And the more oil she poured, the more oil was left. And about this time, she and her two wide-eyed boys realized they were living in the middle of a miracle. Of all the places in the world I want my girls to be, I want them to be in the presence of God with front row seats to watch God work his wonders. She could have sent her sons outside to play while she went inside to work And if it all didn't work out like the prophet said it would, then they would never know. It would not dent their faith. But she kept them behind closed doors right by her side because she kept her faith. And they all together watched the faithfulness of God as she poured one jar of oil into umpteen empty jars. If those boys had been on the other side of that closed door, they probably would not have believed their mom's story. Okay, so, all right, mom, you... You're telling me then one of those oil jars filled up all of those empty jars. Come on, Mom. It's okay. You can tell us. You've got a secret stash of oil somewhere, right? Or somebody came by to bring some extra oil to help you out, right? But they were there. Behind closed doors where nobody could discourage them or ridicule their faith. And where they could watch God do what they could not. Hey, Moms, whenever you get a prayer request from the prayer team on your phone, 
If your kids are nearby, why don't you bring them close and pray with them for that need? And when God answers your prayer and theirs, they will realize they had front row seats to watch a miracle. And they'll pray again because they'll believe if God answered one time, he'll answer again. As moms, sometimes you have to choose. Parents do. So if you have to choose between your kids being on the team and being at the altar, please bring them to the altar. Furnish them with front row seats to watch God work wonders. If the coach schedules practice on the same night they have youth group, you will always do right by bringing them to youth group because what they hear and see and feel there will help them get to heaven, and going to heaven is always more important than going to state. The world will never understand that. They'll never understand your faith, and that's okay. They don't have to. Just close the door. Shut yourself and your family in with God. You keep their cynical taunts on the outside and keep your faith on the inside to trust God to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. As she poured out of her jar into another, the oil just kept flowing. And if those boys were anything like me, by this time one of them was drawing on the dirt floor and the other was chasing a butterfly. And she called out to Butterfly Boy, Hey, bring me another jar. And he snapped back and looked around. And there were no jars. That was it. They had pillaged the neighborhood. And then, and only then, did the oil stop flowing. She opened the door and ran down the street to find the man of God. Now she has a ton of jars in her house, and what in the world is she supposed to do with them? And the man of God said, Go sell those jars, pay off your debt, and you and your sons can live on the rest. When mom and the two boys brought the jars back to the neighbors after they sold the oil and washed out the jars, a few neighbors probably asked, What did you need for those anyway? And she probably smiled, winked at her smiling boys, and said, You probably would never believe me if I told you. Moms, you matter so much. Parents, you matter so much. Stepmoms, foster moms, adopted moms, grandmoms, you matter so much to make sure the faith of your children stays strong as you and they walk with God. I'd like to pray for you that God would help your faith to continue to stay strong and that God would lead you as a leader in faith in your home to help your family live for God and serve Him. Jesus, thank you for every sacrifice, for every prayer prayed. God, thank you for every mom who has walked with you, who lives for you. Thank you for every parent who gives their lives to be able to serve you and make sure their family serves you, for all the sacrifices they make behind closed doors where nobody knows, the meals they fast, the hours they pray. Thank you, God. I do pray you'd minister to all of our parents, especially all of our mothers. On this Mother's Day, I pray you would give them strength, help them not to be discouraged. If they have children who are away from you, God, help them to continue to pray and believe you will bring them back to you when they are ready. I'm asking you today for miracles, for wonders to happen in our lives. I pray, Lord Jesus, help our families, help our children, help our grandchildren to see the wonders, the works of God, and to know you really are real. You really do love us. You really are alive. You really are working in our day. I thank you for this in the precious, lovely name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Simplify listeners. Hey, be sure to click subscribe. Be sure to click share so you'll never miss an episode and nobody you love and care about has to miss one either. And while you're thinking about it, go ahead and share this episode with your mom or with somebody who has been a mom figure in your life, somebody who's made a difference in your life. And if they only have a flip phone with no smartphone, then maybe you could just kind of sum up what you heard in this episode. Hopefully it will be a blessing to them.
If you're keeping track with me, we're at 94,500 downloads already. We're so close to 100,000. So excited to be a part of this journey with you. Thank you for making Simplify part of your devotional life. Pick up Simplify the Devotional. Pick up 10 Words, the book. Those are both available at PentecostalPublishing.com and Amazon. And 10 Words is also available on Audible if you prefer to listen rather than read. Next week, we're going to take a look at a story Jesus told about some 11th hour laborers. And I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.